Hey, comedy horror listeners, it's V. I am currently in my home studio, which is basically my iPhone, a microphone I found in a closet, and a blanket over my head. Try and block out the sound. It may not be working uh, if you're hearing cars and wondering, huh, why are there birds? That's because it is the morning. And I have been up getting something very special ready for you. Some bonus stuff, you guys. Oh my god, get excited. So about a month ago, we had the show in Seattle. We had eight comedians come on stage and try to tell their best jokes about the sex industry. And then we had three panelists who are actual sex workers judging them. It was great. There was a trophy. We called it Your Hooker Jokes Are Lazy. Because most of the time, they are. And frankly, I'm on a quest to find the best hooker jokes that I can. So here's the thing, you guys. We're going to do it again. Yeah, that's right. And it's coming up soon. Sunday, June 18th. We are going to be at the High Line once again over on Capitol Hill in Seattle. And, you know, it's it's great. It's a vegan punk bar, you know, if you're not into meat. If you are, you know, their stuff is, like, actually still really good. So this next show, it's going to be even better than the last one. Because here's the thing. We're going to have prizes not just for the comedians or comedian who wins, but for the audience members. Yeah. Now listen, I can't say too much about these prizes right now, other than the fact that they are going to be excellent and sexy. But if you want to find out in the days leading up to the show, you know, I'd recommend that you find us on the internet. Uh, you can follow us at the Comedy Whore on Twitter, or just you know search Comedy Whore on Facebook, and you will find just a lovely, a lovely fan page that you can like, and and get updates. Now I I know some of you are thinking, oh geez V, I I really want to come to your show and I really want to support what you're doing, but. I don't live in Seattle or I, you know, I just, I'm not going to be in town. Well, you know what? There's, there's tons of cool stuff. Here's the thing. You can go on Teespring and you can, you know, search for the comedy whore. You can get your very own, your hooker jokes are lazy t-shirts. You can get some stickers. I mean, you know, it's the pos. I'm not going to say the possibilities are endless because they, they are very finite, but you know, you, you should check that out. And, you know, hey, if you haven't listened to any of our other episodes, I mean, there's only one other one. You should, you should listen to that and review us, you know. You don't have to say you liked us if you didn't. I'm not saying that. But, you know, it, go on iTunes, let them know how you feel. And, you know, I'm going to stop going on and on and on and just let you guys listen to this. Please enjoy 
our very first Your Hooker Jokes Are Lazy.
Maddie McMuffin. Sex work becomes God's work. 
Yeah, you know, I wake up and I say, thank you, Lord, for the great gift of pornography. You know, I, I went to Catholic school. I know the prayers. <laughs> Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. <laughs> Blessed are those who fuck on camera, because they will inherit your paycheck. Um, so yeah, I watch porn. I watch porn every morning before work. I really do, um, because I can't focus on my day or act normal around my girlfriend otherwise. Um, but uh, I didn't used to watch porn this much. Um, I watched it a little bit before I started tea, uh, and uh, it didn't take much to get me off. You know, like two people was fine. Pretty vanilla stuff. Um, the holes being entered were the holes you would expect to be entered. Um, but now I, I'm just consuming so much porn all the time that um, I need like a really high novelty factor to get off. Like, kind of like some CGI bullshit needs to be happening. Like, orgy on an alien planet. Like, I'd say like my ideal porn title now is Trio of Elf Princesses drowned phallus monster <laughs> in vaginal light streams. <laughs> um, but I, I, I am invested in some, some human porn stars. Um, no CGI stuff, um, actual people. Um, one of them um, is a trans woman uh, porn star that I really love. Her name's Bailey J. I don't know Yay! if you guys are like, oh, you are? Oh my gosh, isn't she? She's wonderful. Um, and, uh, she, uh, yeah, she's a fucking genius, uh, like, quite literally. And, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, but, uh, I had to stop following her on Twitter, um, because I, I think she's a genius. I mean, I love, she has so many great insights about being trans, and she has this great open marriage, and, like, how that all intersects, um, with sex work. Um, but, you know, she'll also post a gif of her, like, fully blowing a dude, you know, with perfect form. And then I'm just scrolling through my Twitter feed, and then I have to clear my afternoon. I have to call people up and be like, listen, I, I was gonna come out, uh, to hang out, but, um, Bailey J just posted a gif of her fully blowing a dude on Twitter, and, uh, Quite frankly, I have to masturbate about that. Anyway, I've been Max Elson. Thank you so much. All right, give it up for Max. That reminds me of the time that uh, you know I first started doing comedy, and I, didn't, I only had a work Twitter, and I kept friending comedians on my work Twitter, forgetting that uh, uh, most people are really uncomfortable when your boobs show up. Feet and they weren't expecting it. So. <laughs> All right, now has come the time for judgment. <laughs> so, shall we get a word from our panelists? Woo! Yeah, I think you're gonna need to get a little bit more excited than that. Come on. Thank you. All right, we'll start with Miss McMuffin. Max, um, am I to understand that you actually pay for your pornography? Tanuki, what, what, what do we got? 
So I'm just straight up disappointed because I feel that I was promised offensive and degrading, and that's just mostly sweet. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, all I have to say is that we're just getting started. <laughs> all right. Let's give it up for your panel. Let's give it up for Matt. We've got another comedian coming up to face the panel. Now, I want to tell you guys that she's come here all the way from Boise, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be real good. We have... Where is she? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Nikki Collard coming to the stage. Give her a hand. Hey, let's go to Mexico. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. 
We went to Mexico. My friends took me out for my birthday. We went to Chippendales. Yeah. I learned two things at that Chippendales in Mexico City. Number one, for $50 American, the manager will come over and let you pick out six of the dancers to take home who will fulfill every fantasy you've got. Oh. <laughs> I also learned for $50 American, you can piss off six male dancers from Chippendales by telling them that your every fantasy that you've got involves them cleaning your bathroom. <laughs> My favorite part about that joke is that I, um, about a month ago, I was down in Batesville, Arkansas, which is in the middle of the Bible Belt, and I told that joke, and I got a bunch of really conservative Southern Baptists laughing at it. None of them realized they were laughing at a hooker joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, uh, I've had kind of a different life. I'm currently dealing with an internet bully. Yeah. This is going real well for him, because I'll say something on the Facebook group that pisses him off and gets him going, and then I just leave the conversation, because that really drives him nuts. And, you know, he started on this whole trip on me, just this public post about what a terrible person I was, and blah, 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 blah. And so I've got some friends who are rather big dudes. You know, they're both over 6'2", they're both about 350 pounds, and one of them's an ex-pro wrestler, another one's an ex-marine, and they came up to me and they're like, okay, so what do you want us to do to this guy? Do you want us to beat him up? And I'm like, no, don't beat him up, man. You know, you beat him up, he suffers for a couple of days. I want you to get him addicted to heroin. Because <laughs> think about it, you beat him up, he suffers for a couple of days. You get him addicted to heroin, he suffers for life. You guys are talking about winning the battle. I want to win the war. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and finish out on this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have a dear friend, and I found out tonight that she's in the hospital. I'm recording this for Facebook. Can you all give her a get well scream? <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, B, and thank you to this place. I've had a great time. Thanks. All right, give it up for Nikki. Poisoning her co-workers. Oof, I'm glad I didn't work with you in Portland. <laughs> All right. Panel? Let's start with Tanuki. I don't know what Visine does. Can you tell me? Two drops of Visine in a drink will give somebody explosive diarrhea.
hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was the girl when I noticed all their faces at the same time went, was she, she was on stage. stage. Oh, no. <laughs> I like, yeah, I, I, I hate you a little bit, but, <laughs> well, I mostly hate you. Uh, I have to commend that. <laughs> all right, Maggie. Why didn't you poison management? <laughs>
tell these really shitty garbage jokes about violence against sex workers. And that's why this is such an important thing, because we've all heard those jokes, but I've yet to hear a dead pimp joke. <laughs> and really, I, I think we can all agree a dead pimp joke's in order. We were enjoying poisoning management. <laughs> about it, there's none out there for all those hacky one-liners that you might get. And there's no dead pimp jokes. And I even Googled it to try and see if there were some shitty one-liners out there that I could use. Not a one. Not a single one. To the point where even when I typed in dead pimp joke into Google, it had the audacity to ask me, did you mean dead puppy joke? <laughs> no, I'm in a dead dog joke, Google. <laughs> but it's kind of rough, because we, we try to be as sex positive as we can, and I've had my experiences, we've all had our experiences. All I'm really trying to say is that when it comes down to it, I think many of us have seen Catch Me If You Can, but have you seen it with a ball gag and a plug in your ass? <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's give it up for Sasa. Now, I should, uh, I should make uh, one correction, because obviously I would love a dead pimp joke. Um, but uh, legally, uh, Talking to another hooker about hooking is also considered pimping, so <laughs> just letting you guys know when you see that word in the news, you know, it doesn't always mean what you think it means. <laughs> my cat is my pimp. <laughs> yeah, technically it's anyone who receives money from, so yes, Avery is for sure a pimp. He's fat with cat food. That he makes off of her lying on her back. <laughs> and then he lies on his back and he shows you his tummy and you forgive him for all his sins. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> Anyhow, oh, yeah, sex workers love cats. It's a, it's a thing. Um, what, 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 do you, what do we think, panel Tanuki? So I liked the pimp puppy dog progression. That was that was really good. I like that. But I think the home ec tossing your salad joke, you really missed an opportunity for a horrible pun if you just slow down on the delivery of home ec. Halloween party, and now I'm 
angrily texting him. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley! <laughs> no, I legit have a semi-direct link to Will Wheaton, and I'm making sure that these are outdated beliefs he has. Uh, uh, Maggie, uh, before you uh, continue texting Will Wheaton, uh, do you have anything to say about Sasa's jokes? Um, I feel that they were inconsequential next to this revelation about Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> Alright everybody, give it up for Sasa! Alright, the next comedian, we've got another out-of-towner, y'all. All the way from Chicago. Chicago. Wow. <laughs> Chicago, yeah. <laughs> a warm, long O welcome <laughs> for your next comedian, David Freeberg. Yes, thank you. David Freeberg is my comedian name, but you might know me by my porn star name, which is also David Freeberg. I have nothing to hide. <laughs> told that we should uh, make like hooker punching down jokes, but uh, I don't know, as a straight white male, I hope it's okay if I don't do that. I feel like that's not allowed. I do have some offensive jokes. I can throw on the end and some porn jokes. Is that okay? Okay, I guess I'll see you later. Okay, well here, okay, let's do this. I do, I, I like wearing condoms. You guys like condoms, right? But I like wearing them, uh, I like, not just because they're safe, I like enjoy wearing condoms. Uh, yeah, because I like having sex for more than 15 seconds. Am I right? Who here comes quick? Don't be shy, guys. Make some noise if you can't last long without three beers and a Percocet. Okay, cool. Fine. I, uh, I was browsing Netflix recently. I saw that show Life After Porn. Anybody see that show? Okay, they used to, whatever. And I, but I got, I saw it, and I was like, life after porn, I got really excited, you know? Because I've always wondered about that, you know? I've always been like, uh, did she get the promotion? <laughs> like, what happens next, you know? Because they were, porn's so unsatisfying when you watch these ones with like near, they always have like the first five minutes of the episode uh, are like this beautiful storyline, just like, mm, you know, and, uh, <laughs> And then they don't mention it for the rest of the episode, you know? And like, I'm a theater kid, so I can't come until the third act is resolved. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Uh, let's see. I, uh... Whew, this, okay. I came up here, I like ran up here, and now I'm out of breath. I just like spit those jokes out as fast as I could. Okay. I, uh, I wish there was more small penises in porn. Right? Uh, it's hard to relate to these characters. Um, like, and, and there's no, like, there's no drama otherwise, you know? Like, of course, the titular woman is gonna love the massive cock, you know? Like, there's no drama. I want to see an underdog story. Right? I want to see the little penis that could. Like some guy prematurely ejaculates during the dry humping phase. He rushes off to the bathroom and the girl starts texting other guys like, what are you up to later? 
And he, he comes running out of the bathroom like Rudy coming through the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> and he pleasures that woman like there's a scholarship on the line. <laughs> I think she came, I think she came, I think she came. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Okay, uh, so I think that's all my like sexy stuff. Uh, do you guys want to hear a couple offensive jokes? Yeah! Okay, I wrote this. So it's not a, like a hooker joke, but it's a dead baby joke. Remember those? I, I, I hate this joke. I've never done it on stage. It popped in my head one day, and I was like, God damn it, that's good, but I can't say that ever. But, but I'm going to say it tonight. I hope it's okay. Uh, so it's, uh, what's worse than raping a baby? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> letting, it, letting it die a virgin. That's how it should go. I'm so happy. Thank you very much. Okay. I got uh, a one more like offensive joke. This one's yes. not even offensive. This one's just like stupid. Okay. Uh, what's worse than ants in your pants? What? Uncles. <laughs> I'm about. I don't have anything more offensive. Sorry. I'm Dan Freeberg. Thanks so much. she came, I think she came, they're more like, I know she came. <laughs> they're wrong. They're wrong. They're really wrong. Um, but, you know, just between yeah. you and me and all these people, yeah. There's no thinking. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, there's like, a, there's a train of thought, but it's like, one of those trains is like just a caboose because they lost the rest of it on the way. Um, <laughs> Super kinky here. Uh, 
No, no, the money's not good. Uh, there's too many people who are willing to do it for free. Uh, but you go to Birmingham or Salt Lake City or you know, like wherever your parents live. so the edge comes back. <laughs> yes, yes, I believe, I believe that was Claire, yes. Smart lady. Yeah. Yes, and a, and a comedian who's gonna be on the show later. Ooh. Claire's already got a shout out and she hasn't, hasn't even been up. <laughs> All right, let's give it up for us comedian David Freeberg. Coming to the stage next, we have Eden Nault. Thank you very much. Uh, give it up for yourselves for coming out to your hooker jokes. They're lazy, first of all. Uh, your host, B Chatty, who should have taken my advice, it should have been called your hooker jokes are cheap, but that's okay. Your esteemed panel, uh, some of which I've irritated in the past, the others are going to have to wait until around the first or something. Uh, <laughs> because I actually have jokes about hookers. Uh, however, I would like to say thank you to the comics that came before me for coming up and managing to make a group of hookers look bored. <laughs> Half their job is not making that face. <laughs> and one of them was like, I'm having an argument on the internet. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> that you can use yourselves if you ever like, because you hear the bad jokes, I think that's the idea of this show. I, I don't know, I was, I was texting. Uh, <laughs> so if you like, you can have some of these and take them and be like, this is a good hooker joke. All right, so here goes. <clears throat> Edgar Allan Poe is getting a massage and the massage therapist says, would you like a happy ending? And he says, no. <laughs>
almost are being racist with how much they fetishize black men, and like there's the so they they accuse submissive men of all being uh, sexist. Uh, I, there's got to be people who are like fetishize stereotypical Native American people. Yes. I got like five of those. Uh, <laughs> uh, poke a hauntus. That one's okay. But I got other ones. Uh, she sits on your face, Indian style. One. And when you pull up to her on the corner, you say, hi, yo, to her. Oh, oh, this is my favorite one. Wigwam, thank you, ma'am. Wigwam, thank you. For the flat earth there, you can say the Big Bang, thank you, ma'am. Uh, so this is a this is a scene from uh, True Detective, uh, where our heroes uh, have, have found a, a dead body in, in, uh, in a freezer. And, uh, so, Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson, classic. So he looks at him and he says, uh, so, when you fill out the report, are you gonna call this hooker a uh, prostitute? Oh. No, I'm not gonna call him that. Be a lot cooler if you did. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, I'm getting real sick of your nihilistic cheekbones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His cheekbones are fucking super nihilistic. Dude, he's so dreamy. <laughs> So a hooker walks into a bar, and the bartender says, Hey, you know I can't serve you. We already talked about this. And she says, Why? Sex work is a perfectly noble profession. And he says, That may be, but they'd take away my license if they saw me serving a 14-year-old. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish up on this one. Uh, my birthday is coming up. Uh, thank you, one guy. <laughs> and I'm gonna combine two of my favorite birthday activities. I'm gonna, I'm gonna purchase a hooker, and I'm gonna combine pin the tail on the donkey with pegging. Yeah. You know, like she's gonna be in a blindfold. She's gonna have to like find me. The only problem is I think she might end up downstairs lost, fucking the recliner, calling in a faggot. <laughs> Thank you very much.
every fourth Saturday called Legalized Crime, and for some reason, I wasn't on the first installment. <laughs> Sorry, I was on the second installment. I'll be on there again because, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> Give it up for your next comedian, Sean Riccio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of sex workers. Uh, I, I usually uh, frequent dominatrices. Uh, yes, because I want to see a sex worker, but I also need to see a therapist. <laughs> and uh, gotta, cut, gotta cut that somewhere in the middle for the budget. <laughs> Ah, yes. Forgive me, mother, for I have sinned. Uh, <laughs> I also, uh, I also for a brief period in my life, was a sex worker. Uh, and like Sasa said, I can confirm that there was a lot of similarities between sex workers and comedians. Like, for instance, the fact that both of our services are highly valued, and yet nobody really wants to pay for them, do they? Mm. No, no, you gotta, you gotta fight hard for that sometimes. When you start out, you have to like kind of go to weird places to do it, and there is, you know, there sometimes is like danger involved. You you have to be like of the right temperament to be able to do the job well, to want to do the job at all, and you know, there really isn't like a sex worker equivalent to an open mic, though. I guess <laughs> Craigslist, Craigslist is the sex worker open mic. Craigslist. <laughs> I. I'm, I'm so glad that that dominatrix joke work, went over well because like this and DomCon in Los Angeles are like the only two places I get to do that joke. <laughs> well, what do you mean, Sean? Jokes about high-end BDSM sex workers don't go over well in Yakima? Mm. <laughs> no, turns out it's not the uh, the target demographic. I, it's it's well known among people in the you know comedy community in my friend network that I am something of a degenerate and a fiend. I'm a, I'm a scumbag, but I'm a gentleman scumbag, and I'm here for you. Uh, so they, people come to me for advice about stuff sometimes. And it's, it's, I, I, need, to, I need to stop giving people my phone number. That's, that's really what, what has to happen. A couple weeks ago, a friend of mine texted me from Vegas, and he said he needed advice because his mom Wanted to get him. He was there. First of all, he's in Vegas with his mom. Already. Mm. No. No, honey. No. Come home. Come back home. Come, come, just come, come back. But for, he said he was in Vegas with his mom. It was his 21st birthday, and she wanted to pay for him to go see a sex worker. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm king shaming right now. There's, <laughs> some things are okay. Some things are not okay. Can help you with that. It's good to get their guidance on. Dad, I need I need help picking college. Mom, I need help picking out a car. If you're looking for strange, maybe your mom doesn't need to be involved. And so I was saying like, like, okay, no, honey, no. First of all, I said that, but then also like, you're in Vegas. He's from here. Like. Listen, I'm sure Vegas, very nice sex workers, but like think globally, act locally. There are perfectly good sex workers here at home. Buy a locally sourced sex worker. 
Rothschild. It's like rent. Come on. <coughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <coughs> I'm sorry, you, uh, this is all Microsoft people. We got them on retainer. <coughs> all right, that was my time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. and the money is green. And it's not any of my family members. Money is green, but what is clean? Precisely. Precisely. Give it more for that. Everybody give it up for Maggie McMuffin. All right, panel, what do, what do we think about Sean's jokes? Your pacing seemed professional and um, <laughs> I snickered a couple of times. <laughs> do, I have a good personality too? do I have a good personality too? <laughs> I could totally see you again. <laughs> Strip club. That's, wow, that's 
more than I expected, because usually I get some guy in the back who goes, you're not stripper hot. <laughs> and he's right. Like, he's right, I'm not. But you know what makes any woman stripper hot? A $20 cover charge. Because <laughs> like, okay, like, like animals, like dogs. Everybody likes dogs, right? You can go out to a park and you can see like 10 dogs right now. But what if I told you that if you wanted to see my dog, you had to pay me $20? <laughs> like, if you want to see my dog, you have to drive down to a special dog club in Lake City, pay $10, with a two drink minimum, and then you'll get to see all the dogs you want. You'll think that dog is great. <laughs> that dog is worth it. But you can't touch my dog. <laughs> like, my dog can touch you, but you can't touch my dog. You can sit on your hands if that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm not saying a strip club's like a dog club. It's a zoo. You pay good money to see beautiful, exotic creatures that you can't see anywhere else. And then me, a squirrel eating french fries out of a trash can. <laughs> I do have to be clear, actually. I was not a stripper, I was a cocktail waitress. And here's, here's the thing, though, guys. Who do you think is crazier, strippers or cocktail waitresses? <laughs> it's, it's stripper, guys, don't be stupid. <laughs> but, like, I was hired specifically as bait for one kind of gentleman. And I can see a few of you in the audience. I don't know who you are. You're the guy in the bachelor party who doesn't want to be there because you want to save us. <laughs> like, there's something about my glasses. I was tipped in community college brochures. <laughs> like, literally, my job was to be there and sit in the corner so someone could tell me about going to nursing school. <laughs> it was hard work. <laughs> I learned a lot working there, such as don't trust men in gray sweatpants. <laughs> it's just true. There's something about the cocktail waitresses that because you can't actually buy our time, we somehow become like the specialty goods. And I, yeah, sorry, she knows it's fucking gross. And the other thing is that so you could be 18 to be a cocktail waitress, and I did not figure this out until someone was talking about going home and taking a test, and I thought this was a pregnancy test. It wasn't, she was in high school. So I suddenly started talking to cocktail waitresses a lot more because I can talk to high school girls, it's great. It's socially acceptable. Um, here's the thing. I think everyone needs to get strip club lighting in their homes, though, because that shit is good. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Okay.
My first night working there, I stood up into a locker and sliced my head open. I didn't know this until an entire night out on the floor talking to people. And I come back into the back room, and there is just blood everywhere. <laughs> and no one could see. No one said anything. I actually needed stitches. But for some reason, there were so many nursing students there. <laughs> Thank you guys, that's been my time. You know, couldn't figure out what name to use, you know? Um, 
You don't want your clients to see the poster and have your legal name and then they steal your credit card numbers. It's not good. <laughs> but I started noticing every time I went to an open mic, there were hooker jokes and pretty much 99.999% of them were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I love a good hooker joke, y'all. Like, it's the best. <laughs> That's why fucking $50 <laughs> goes to the best hooker joke. Woo! You know? Yay! It's been a long ride. I mean, here's the thing. Like, when you try to do hooker jokes on stage, this thing that happens, uh, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. If they work, it's mostly because I have my friends in the audience. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, you know, maybe. I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Just paying for your time. I, uh, I have this uh, this one joke that it goes over well sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I got in a car accident in October. It's don't worry, it's, uh, it wasn't a car, it was a van. Um, and you know, like I got into the ambulance, and the woman who was taking me there, she got real upset because I had a shirt that said "Sex Workers Work" or is it hashtag Sex Workers Work? That's a hashtag that you can all look up and tweet if you want you know, to be a good person or whatever. Uh, and she was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Sex workers work, what does that mean? I need you to tell me right now, person who just got hit by a car, what your shirt means, because that's the most important thing right now, says me and EMT. Um, and I, I had a neck brace on and everything, but like, I kind of like snapped right into it, you know, and I was just like, uh, so actually, uh, like, technically, like, sex work is, includes everything that is a lot erotic labor, uh, so it's like escorts and stripping, and, and I listed all the forms of sex work on the stretcher as she was taking me out of the ambulance, and she goes, so you support sex work? Prostitution? It's like, Actually, but it's like also cam girls and strippers and there's like little parts of it and it's like, yeah, it should be decriminalized yesterday. <laughs> and like, that was fine, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just the EMTs, it was the nurses too, you know. I came in, they saw my shirt. I was trying to cover it with my pigtails. I had long hair once. You know, I haven't always been as handsome as I am now. <laughs> trying to cover it up. Uh, and then this nurse came up to me, and she said, she did this. <laughs> I see that your shirt says something about sex worker. Are you a sex worker? It's like, and I probably had a concussion, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> Do I not look slutty enough? I mean, frankly, you know, everybody's like, oh, you look like a whore, and it's like, so I'm wearing like an Alice in Chains t-shirt and some jeans. I don't understand. Like anything I wear is whore clothes because that's what I am. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna wear this to an appointment. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> they, 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 you know, they bought a pepperoni pizza. You know, not a vegan mushroom fucking onion pizza or whatever I am right now.
That's sweet. Unlike my pizza, don't fucking put pineapple on my pizza. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it's fine, actually. I really like it, but I have to pretend to not like it because I want to be popular, you guys. Like, follow my Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she leaned down, and she was just like, you're a sex worker. I just need to ask you one question. I was like, yeah, whatever you, whatever you want to ask me. Go ahead. Okay, so I know this is difficult to talk about, but um, are you being trafficked? <laughs> uh, I was like, I thought about it for a minute, because nobody had ever asked me that before, you know? It's uh, like, uh, you know, the traffic was part of the problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I needed to do a show full of hooker jokes, and you know, this was really fantastic. But you know what? I think we need to figure out who won this thing. We have our panelists. You can confer together. You can do it on mic or off mic. I don't know how you want to do it. <laughs> Should we do it through signal? <laughs> You gotta make sure you put it on the disappearing messages because if you don't, it's just it's not it doesn't mean anything. Like signal is only as good as your encryption and your deletion. So, you know, uh, what I'm saying is you guys should be getting some other apps on your phone if you're gonna be doing anything at all. Uh, learn from us. Learn from us. Burner phone. Burner. You know, you could get a burner phone or you could get the burner app. I have it. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I did. I will not answer your questions. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? Somebody wants a pepperoni pizza real bad. Hold the pineapple. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Just because you're flirting with me doesn't mean you're going to get it for them. I that totally does. Second place. Second place. 
sweet baby angel, Claire Weber. Thank you, Claire. Here's your $10. Also, we're all gonna touch your butt.
Lose Fascination to Newbie. Thank you all for coming to your hooker jokes are lazy. Have a great night. for this website called um, uh, Google It. Um, and you should do that. If you don't really address, I'll let you know, you know? Have a good night. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, you know, review if you feel compelled and also love me. Come to our show Sunday, June 18th at the High Line on Capitol Hill in Seattle. Get your shirts. You can follow the Comedy Whore on Twitter or, you know, find us on Facebook. And, you know, hey, you, if you want, you can even follow me. I'm at Chatty on Twitter. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Drake Sherman for the great music that he's provided for the show. And to... DJ Martinez, for recording this episode. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time on the Comedy Core Podcast. <laughs>